Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Democratic congressman from the Richmond, Virginia area has died after a long battle with cancer. Big developments in the case of a woman accused of shooting her former cop husband. This is Kyle Cooper. And failing to properly fix and maintain local government buildings. Who's paying the price? 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Clear. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden urges Congress to intervene in stalled contract talks to avert a rail strike. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says lawmakers will take up legislation this week. CBS's Stephen Portman. As a senator, Joe Biden was repeatedly asked to vote on measures either preventing or ending railroad strikes. The industry operates under a 20th century legal framework that allows for Congress to step in to avoid work stoppages. In this case, the president is calling on Congress to immediately adopt a measure imposing the terms of the tentative agreement struck by union leaders and railroad bosses in September. Workers in four of the 12 major railroad unions voted to reject that deal, saying it did not include enough sick time. China is experiencing its largest protests in decades, and the White House says President Biden is monitoring the situation. CBS's Ed O'Keefe with more on the rare public dissent there. In a statement, the White House criticized China's zero-COVID policy. The statement you issued earlier today didn't include any explicit calls for China to stop detaining and harming protesters and journalists. Why not? We continue to stand up and support the right of peaceful protest. Um, And I think we're going to watch this closely and, and we'll see where things go. That was National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. In Buffalo, New York, a self-described white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a supermarket in May has pleaded guilty to multiple counts of murder and a hate-motivated terrorism charge. CBS's Jerika Duncan was in the courtroom. Victims' families could be seen hugging outside a Buffalo courtroom after waiting more than six months for justice. They came face-to-face with a 19-year-old who killed their loved ones and heard him plead guilty to 15 charges, including one count of of a domestic act of terrorism motivated by hate in the first degree. It carries a mandatory sentence of life without parole. More than 2 million people in the Houston area are under a boil water notice after a power outage at a water purification plant caused low water pressure. Tony Crawford stopped at a store to stock up on water for his pets. This is the first time ever, and I'm from Houston, and I'm almost in my 50s. It's never been a water issue for me until today. NASA's Orion capsule now holds the record for having traveled the farthest of, out of any spacecraft meant to carry humans. Orion is 270,000 miles from Earth. Johnson Space Center Director Vanessa Wycheff says Orion is halfway through its mission. The mission management team, because uh, Orion is performing so well, they are adding new uh, test objectives to the mission. So that's a great thing that lets you know that right now we're learning about this vehicle and preparing for going forward into the future. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash CBS22 or use code CBS22. It's 1103, Monday evening, November 28th, 2022. 44 degrees down to the 30s to around 40. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. 
We're following breaking news tonight that Virginia Congressman Donald McEachin has died after a long battle with cancer. He was 61 years old. McEachin, a Democrat, had just won re-election for a fourth term in Virginia's 4th District. His chief of staff says he was diagnosed with colorectal cancer in 2013. Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine, both from Virginia, say they've known McEachin for decades and are devastated to learn of his passing, both releasing statements this evening. We'll have more as we get it here on WTOP. Now the latest on that crash of a small plane into power lines in Gaithersburg. National Transportation Safety Board investigators are going to get a look at the plane, and the NTSB plans to release a preliminary report about the crash in two to three weeks. More from WTOP's Stetson Miller, including an update on the two people rescued from the plane. Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein said on Monday that the plane has now been removed from the power lines after it struck the transmission tower on Sunday night. 3.30, just before 4 o'clock this morning, the plane and the, the engine, or all of the plane, was removed from the tower. The pilot and passenger were stuck in the tangled up plane for hours and had serious injuries, but were in touch with first responders the whole time. We took very deliberate and and, and time-consuming steps to to effect the rescue and the uh, removal of those two folks. Their condition has improved, and one of them is now out of the hospital. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Has raised fresh concerns among neighbors who have long complained about noise and safety concerns near Montgomery County Air Park. Members of a Gaithersburg area citizens group say Sunday night's plane crash highlights their concerns about safety. Concerns they say on their Facebook page that are not given enough attention by county officials. Council President Gabriel Bornos was asked about that. This will obviously be an ongoing discussion, um, and there's nothing more important than the safety and security of all of our county residents. The air park is operated by the Montgomery County Revenue Authority, and CEO Keith Miller says the airport manager reviews complaints about noise and safety. Practically all of them come in that the pilots are operating and doing what they are supposed to be doing. Members of the Citizens for Air Park Safety insist there needs to be more oversight. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. A woman accused of shooting her husband in a D.C. hotel room is cutting a deal now with prosecutors. As WTOP's Kyle Cooper reports, the man is a former police officer accused of sexually abusing children. 50-year-old Shantiri Weems is pleading guilty to aggravated assault and carrying a pistol without a license. Weems is accused of shooting her husband, James, a former Baltimore cop this summer, while confronting him about sexually abusing kids at a daycare she owns. He is facing 30 charges connected to abusing several children. Shantiri Weems could get two years in prison under the deal. Sentencing is set for February. She's being held in jail. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. D.C. is getting a failing grade from the city's auditor when it comes to keeping up with repairs to its aging school buildings and other city buildings. The office of the D.C. auditor says workers at the Department of General Services often failed to give a date when work would be done on repairing locks and doors, electrical services and heating and cooling repairs. Also, stunningly, the auditor says instead of using photo documentation to show repairs were finished, workers sometimes used stock images from the Internet rather than actual pictures from the D.C. site. D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson spoke with WTOP. He says it will end up costing the city more. The central component of any good maintenance system, which is work orders, is a mess. And the result is that it's costing this city millions of dollars because, as we know, when maintenance isn't done timely, 
the need for repairs only increases and the cost as well. Coming up, protests against China's Communist Party government are happening all across that country. After traffic and weather, we'll get analysis from Scott Kennedy with the Center for Strategic and International Studies, who recently returned from China. 1107. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. It's 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the eights. Here's Rich Hunter. All right, a busy night tonight. First on the Beltway in Virginia, in a loop at Gallows Road. The crash remains along the right side, still getting by two lanes to the left. Beyond that, better headed toward Tyson's. Now, the Interloop Express lanes are closed tonight between the entrance in Springfield and I-66 for the work zone. So, again, that's not an option to get around the crash cleanup, but the good news is the volume is definitely eased getting past the crash. So that's good news. Out of Loop of the Bellway, as you come off the American Legion Bridge and head toward the bridge for Georgetown Pike, now down to a single left lane to the construction. It is now very slow there. As a result, uh, the exits to both the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike remain open, but, again, it is slow there as a result. Uh, also in Virginia, a serious crash involving a pedestrian under investigation closes the southbound lanes of U.S. 29 at Trinity Parkway in Centerville. They're also cleaning up a crash in Falls Church, westbound Arlington Boulevard at Annandale Road. Traffic was squeezing by its left. Tow truck was on the scene. Down in Loudoun County in Ashburn, southbound Loudoun County Parkway, just south of Russell Branch Parkway, getting by under police direction there as a result of a crash. In Maryland, 210 northbound again, traffic uh, still being diverted as a result of the crash between Swan Creek Road and Fort Washington Road. All northbound lanes are blocked. Southbound, though, the travel lanes are open at this time. And if you're traveling a tour from the eastern shore, the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge blocked for overnight maintenance. Westbound carries two-way traffic with a buffer in between. For now, just a brief tap of the brakes. Hit the road for downtown Frederick, Maryland, where historic sidewalks are decorated with festive winter lights. Plan your holiday road trip today at visitfrederick.org. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Now Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A seasonably cold night across the region with lows in the 30s to around 40 and a few clouds around. For tomorrow, clouds increase throughout the day. Temperatures warm to around 50. And then on Wednesday, we'll have rain, especially for the morning and midday hours, with strong winds gusting up to 40 miles an hour. Temperatures actually warm to near 60 on Wednesday by Thursday. We're in the 40s, and as winds stay stiff, We'll have wind chills in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 44 now outside the WTOP studios with lows expected tonight in the 30s to around 40. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11:11. From Shanghai to Beijing, protests have erupted across China. This kind of dissent against the ruling Communist Party is rare. It is sparked by anger over the country's zero-COVID policy. As numbers increased at demonstrations in major cities over the weekend, so too has the number of complaints, as some people call for greater democracy and freedom. Scott Kennedy with the Center for Strategic and International Studies 
recently came back from nearly two months on an extended research tour in China. Earlier, he spoke with our Dimitri Sotis about the situation. For three years, the Chinese have been practicing this policy of zero COVID, which is to eliminate transmission of the virus as opposed to dealing with uh, the negative health effects. And that's required quarantines, lockdowns, scanning one's phone to enter any type of building, testing, significant constraints, and people are basically fed up with it. Then you throw in a fire in Western China last week that killed 10 people, and some people accuse zero COVID policies of making it more difficult for firefighters to get there. And you see people just uh, deciding to, to protest and call for the end of the policy. Now, the demonstrations presumably were not happening while you visited recently, but were you able to see other signs that something like this might be going on, that the atmosphere, if you will, was ripe for this kind of thing? Well, sure. In talking to average people, they've really grown tired of of all of these controls, particularly since March in the wake of Omicron. Zero COVID really wasn't able to totally control the virus, and it's led to the Shanghai lockdown, which was very traumatizing for people. And so you could hear in individual stories, really tragic experiences, and no plan to get beyond this. And so I think people are just now showing that frustration out on the streets in social media. And we have seen videos all along of those people in hazmat suits rather violently taking people away. The use of violence, did you experience that firsthand? I don't mean on yourself, but but as you traveled around? Folks wearing those big white outfits that we see, even flight attendants on airplanes and folks in train stations and hotels would dress like that as a precautionary measure. But also there are security folks that dress like that as well. And so it's certainly a scary thing for someone to see from the outside. I was lucky. I did go through quarantine in China for 10 days and had to do all the things to get into buildings and taxis, but I didn't experience the type of things that Chinese have been going through and that they're complaining about now. Can we tell right now whether this may be the start of some kind of revolution or is it a flare up that could fizzle out? I think it's very unlikely that this translates into a broad mass movement that calls for Xi Jinping, the Chinese leader, to step down or the overthrow of the party. I think most of the protesters would be satisfied with a ending of zero COVID, even if not immediate, but a clear roadmap to that end. The question is, will the party assent to those demands? Will they give a clear timeline for what they might do, or are they just going to crack down on Monday? There weren't a lot of protests on the streets of China, but a lot of police presence. So we're going to have to watch over the next few weeks to see how this develops, to see if if they can get their arms around it or if it translates into something much larger. That is Scott Kennedy with the Center for Strategic and International Studies. And coming up here on WTOP, the Wizards hit a big number, and we'll check on the Steelers-Colts game with Rob. 11-14. Need appliances? Skip Black Friday and get to Bray Friday. Going on now with Bray and Scarf. With huge deals you won't want to miss on in-stock bestsellers, in-store and online. Get Black Friday pricing now with savings of up to 38% on select appliances. And get doorbuster savings on select GE Profile appliances. Plus, see the new Monogram lineup with free basic installation and delivery on select models. All at the absolute lowest prices with Bray and Scarf's best price guarantee. Bray and Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer. Our factory-trained appliance experts are ready to answer all your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Don't miss out on the amazing savings happening now because it's better than Black Friday. 
It's Bray Friday. Visit any of Bray and Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayandScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Time again for Rob Woodfork. All right, the Wizards emphatically return to the win column. They set season highs in points scored and margin of victory in a 142-127 blowout of the Minnesota Timberwolves. That snaps a three-game slide. Kristaps Porzingis put in a career-best 41 points leading the effort. But Wes Unsell Jr. says of a defense that forced 18 turnovers that led to 29 points. Some of them we fell into, honestly. But the hand activity, our awareness, getting into guys and being a little bit more physical at the point of screens, trying to take things away when we could. But the fact that we were able to turn teams over and capitalize was really, going into this game, a point of issue. So we were able to capitalize on that tonight, which is a big positive. And the T-Wolves would lose Carl Anthony Towns to a leg injury in the third quarter. Minnesota, though, optimistic it's not a serious injury. The Wizards, by the way, hitting the road for Brooklyn on Wednesday. And they just went final in Indianapolis. The Pittsburgh Steelers knock off the Colts 24-17. That is their eighth straight win over the Colts, spanning 14 years. And uh, with the victory, Mike Tomlin, easily the coolest man on an NFL sideline, now 19-3 and in his career. Uh, on Monday Night Football. The Washington Commanders, since week six, have a 6-1 and one record and a plus-7 turnover ratio. And as I check my notes, those are both the best in the NFL. <laughs> they are uh, uh, looking to uh, improve on offense, though. Uh, Taylor Heineke in that burgundy and gold offense, ninth worst in both scoring and passing yardage. You'll need to up that against the Giants on Sunday. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Breaking news, Congressman Donald McEachin of Virginia has died after a battle with colorectal cancer. He was 61. He had just won a fourth term in Congress. One of two people rescued from a plane trapped in Gaithersburg Electrical Transmission Tower last night is now out of the hospital. That plane crash knocked out power to tens of thousands, but that power has been restored and the plane removed from the wires while the investigation starts into how that crash happened. And the suspect in a racially motivated mass shooting in a Buffalo supermarket has entered a guilty plea guaranteeing a sentence of life in prison without parole. He could still face the death penalty on federal hate crime charges. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s now to the Traffic Center and Rich Hunter. All right, still cleaning up the crash, although it looks like they may be close to wrapping it up. Interloop of the Beltway approaching Gallows Road. You were getting by the crash scene. Two lanes left. It does appear that all lanes have now been reopened. So that's good news for folks traveling on the Interloop. Uh, on the outer loop of the Beltway, J.M. leaving the American Legion Bridge, headed toward the bridge for Georgetown Pike. Single file left, get you by the work zone there. If you're traveling on 95 and 395 for now in Virginia, not a bad ride. 66 westbound as you head west of Route 50 toward the Fairfax County Parkway, down to a single right lane to the work zone. And then as you approach Route 28, should also be down to a single lane getting by eastbound between 29 Centerville and 28 Centerville. Single left lane past the construction. And then southbound 28 approaching I-66, single file left past the work there. 29 south in Centerville at Trinity Parkway. The southbound remain blocked due to the crash investigation. Serious crash involving a pedestrian. The northbound side was open. Uh, southbound Loudoun County Parkway, just south of Russell Branch Parkway. All lanes are uh, blocked there as a result of a police investigation. Traffic is diverted at Russell Branch Parkway. 
Loudon Sheriff's Office on scene there. Westbound Arlington Boulevard at Annandale Road. Cleaning up the crash there at last check. You were getting by a single file to the left. On the Maryland side, 95 southbound approaching the Baltimore Beltway. Two left lanes past the work zone. 270 north. Headed north 85 Bucky's Town Pike. Single left lane past the work there. Rich Hunter, W. Champion Traffic. With your forecast, Amelia Draper. Low temperatures tonight falling into the 30s to around 40 with mainly clear to partly cloudy skies. Expect a mix of clouds and sunshine on your Tuesday. Dry conditions tomorrow with highs around 50. I do have rain in the forecast on Wednesday, especially through the early afternoon hours. Otherwise, cloudy skies with strong winds gusting up to 40 miles an hour. Blustery winds out there on Thursday, putting wind chills in the 20s and 30s and highs in the 40s. But we will have plenty of sun. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Jimmy Lee Draper. 43 in Upper Marlboro, 44 in Centerville, and 47 in the district now. Lows tonight in the 30s to around the 40-degree mark. The weather brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, three Mercedes, one BMW, all stolen in a break-in at a local car dealership. 1120. Hi, I'm E.J. Williams. Each year, millions of animals are abandoned. And more than a million are euthanized before they can be rescued. Organizations like American Humane are working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond. As animals can be trained as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help veterans, the elderly, and children with special needs to overcome the obstacles of everyday life. To find out how you can help give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, please visit AmericanHumane.org. At Easy Gator, food for work is our thing. Maybe that's why we get orders from 93% of Fortune 500 companies. So what's up with the other 7%? Well, food is late again. You should have ordered through Easy Gator. Professionally delivered right on time. Easy Gator, huh? Have a pen? No, I, I don't have a pen. Does anyone have a pen? Nah, I'll remember. Why don't all companies order through Easy Gator? Who knows? Order 24-7 from over 95,000 restaurants on EasyCater.com. Easy Gator, food for work. That's our thing. 1122. Yeah, yeah, we're replacing the carpets too, so don't worry about that. No fresh powder yeah, yet, but Dan Ski Lodge has an avalanche of projects. Those four rooms are getting hot tubs. He needs a staff engineer to navigate a flurry of new requests. And all of those will be fully ADA accessible. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Your home, your success. That's something I see on Jennifer Young's newsletters. This is Dave Johnson. Jennifer Young and her team with their marketing will help you get the most out of your home when it's time to sell. Give Jennifer a call at 877-611-SELL or go online to jenniferyounghomes.com. Tell me what homes sell on time. Jennifer Young Homes. What homes sell for more money. Oh, Jennifer Young Homes. Go to jenniferyounghomes.com. William Realty, 703-815-5700. This is WTOP News. 1123. A woman is under arrest accused of setting a fire in Landover Hills last night. Two people were taken to the hospital with serious injuries after the fire at a multifamily home on Warner Avenue. Thirteen other residents were displaced. The unnamed woman who was arrested is charged with multiple counts of arson, malicious burning, and reckless endangerment in connection with the fire. Damage is estimated at $100,000. The investigation is ongoing. A man is on the run after a shooting and police chase in Stafford County. The Stafford County Sheriff's Office says they responded just before 4 p.m. to the England-run apartments on Elkton Drive. 
for reports of shots fired today. When they arrived on scene, someone got behind the wheel of a red sedan and took off. Deputies located that car on Enon Road and a pursuit started along Route 1. Here's Sheriff's Major Sean Kimmitz. One suspect bailed out at the intersection of Enon Road and Hulse Chapel Road, and we are searching for that suspect. When that chase ended near Potomac Creek, deputies found two people in the car with gunshot wounds. They were both taken to the hospital. Deputies continue to investigate and search for the missing man. After busting a window to get into a Silver Spring dealership shortly before 2 a.m. today, four criminals are now on the run in several used luxury cars. Caught on video, you can see at WTOP.com, four people are seen entering the Universal Auto Group on Distribution Circle in Silver Spring through a smashed window. Once inside, Montgomery County police say they swiped a bunch of sets of car keys. Then using the fobs, they went around the dealership, found four cars, got inside, and drove off in them. Now, investigators want your help finding the hot 2017 Mercedes-Benz GLS, gold 2019 Mercedes-Benz GLC, white 2019 Mercedes-Benz S450, a white 2019 BMW X3 and the crooks behind the wheels of those cars. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The end of the year holidays can be stressful and not just on your mind. Emotional stress can be bad for your back. Unpacking decorations, putting up lights, wrapping and moving presents, making meals. If you're trying to do things too quickly, then you're not taking into account the ergonomics and how to take better care of your back. Dr. Yash Mehta of the Virginia Spine Institute. Am I making sure that I have the proper technique? Am I keeping the objects closer to my body versus away from my body? Am I lifting with my knees or am I lifting with my back? Mehta also says do whatever works for you to reduce stress. Stress can also cause the muscles to tighten and put your back and your whole body in not the best um, zen mode and set you up for some issues down the road. We're seeking WTOP News. It's 11:25. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow finished Monday session down 498 points. That was one and a half percent. Elon Musk says Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Roofing company Smart Roof will move its operations to Reston and create 400 new jobs. Its products include solar panel roofs. One big decline at the grocery store: the cost for chicken breasts has dropped 70% since June. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOB News. Asian stocks are mixed. The Hang Seng is up nearly 4%. Still ahead on WTOP, the latest on the conditions of those people who were rescued from a plane that flew into an electric tower in Gaithersburg and were hanging there in the air for hours. 1126. This Christmas, start a new holiday tradition that your whole family will enjoy. Museum of the Bible is celebrating the sounds of Christmas. You'll hear live performances from Keith and Kristen Getty, Point of Grace, Mark Schultz, and renowned university ensembles. You'll also see Bells of Bethlehem, the first exhibition in the U.S. featuring six bells from the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. All this, plus family-friendly activities, crafts, and sweet treats every day. Get your tickets today at Museum of the Bible.org. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by 